This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, January 13th. We made it, Corey. We got to Friday. It's a freaky Friday. Unlucky Friday. It's Friday the 13th. Whoa. I've always been a huge believer, CJ, Uh that um, Friday the 13th may be unlucky. Okay. However, it's Friday. Like, at least you get through the unluckiness of yeah. a Friday, and you've got the weekend in front of you. Yeah. That ain't so bad. You know, why has it never been a Monday the 13th? You know, honestly, like, yeah, I don't know why Friday the 13th is unlucky. Like, hey, I slipped down the last few stairs on my way out the door, but at least I'm going home for the weekend. Oh, no, you're going to have a miserable day at work and have to get to the weekend. Ooh, terrifying. Just leave early. Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday. I mean, you know, uh, what really I think would be crazy is if uh, is if Friday the 13th ever fell on Halloween. Just be uh, insane. That'd be nuts, wouldn't it? It, it would be. Um, Ooh, so like let's it. pray that that day never comes. I, let's, let's, in fact, do it. <laughs> I will call the calendar makers and make sure that this never happens. Whatever you do, make sure Friday the 13th never lands on Halloween. I mean, just I think I think Satan himself will come up onto Earth. Like I I I, I can't can't make any guarantees. So we just better better safe than sorry is what. Yeah, I say. when you know now that you say it, it seems like June uh, June sixty sixth would be the unlucky day. Yeah, <laughs> you had a nice high school uh, girls basketball game last night. Yeah, down to the wire, two teams tied for second place in the Park Region Conference. Managa traveling to Wadena Deer Creek and. Uh, Really getting a chance to talk with both head coaches. They were expecting a good game. I was expecting a good game, and uh, it was. It turned out to be uh, Monaga grabbed the early lead in the first half, and then late in that first half, Wadena Deer Creek started making their shots. They started getting into rhythm, and then all of a sudden they had the lead going into halftime. They built on that in the second half, and then all of a sudden in that late part of the game, Monaga was able to chip back away at this thing, and they were able to take the lead late, and Wadena would reclaim the lead. It was a little bit back and forth, and uh, Rick Johnson was also on the call with me last night. He said it's going to come down to whichever team gets the lucky break, and for the Wolverines, it seemed like it was them when Monaga got a rebound on the defensive end and and, uh, threw it out of bounds. So Wadena had the ball with 20 seconds to go, tried to run some offense. Uh, A pass got thrown into traffic. It got uh, stolen. and ran down to the other end of the floor uh, coast-to-coast for the go-ahead score. Turning defense into offense was uh, Erica Tormanen for Monaga. And that was the game-winning shot, uh, game-winning basket with seven seconds left. Coach Cressup for Wadena calls it, Wadena Deer Creek calls a timeout, and the Wolverines get the ball to the other end of the floor, and uh, Addie Gravel with a chance to win from beyond the arc for a three, and it got, uh, I believe, uh, Monaga got a piece of it, and that's how the game ended. I mean, if you're Coach Cressup, you're caught, you're wanting the foul in that situation. Uh, it, it was a you know judgment call in that situation, but uh, that's how the game ended. It was a very very close finish and a good Park Region Conference girls basketball game. Yeah, fun. That sounds like it was really fun. Two really well coached uh, teams yes. in Monaga yeah. and Wadena Deer Creek, and um, uh, to top it all off, you you know going into it. 
very, very close in the conference, right? I think they each had one conference loss going in. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just said that. So this was the battle to be expected, which is pretty exciting. Exactly. Erica Tormanen, by the way, led the Braves in scoring with 18 points. Yep. Uh, she was our player of the game on the Monaga side. For the Wadena Deer Creek side, that went to Peyton Gravel, the eighth grader. She only had six points, but she had 17 rebounds. That ain't bad. That's not, that'll play, uh, as the young kids like to say. So... There you go. It's a fun night of Park Region Conference basketball, and uh, both teams are uh, going to be doing just fine as the rest of the regular season continues. So there you go, Corey. There's our high school sports update on this Friday. There was another exciting basketball game in the state, or not in the state, regarding the state uh, of Minnesota and basketball last night. Gopher men's basketball goes on the road to Ohio State and beat them. Yeah. Beat the Buckeyes 70 to 67. Bum, 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 bum. You went through the recap, like the 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 waning moments of your basketball game. Let me give you the waning moments of the gopher game. Sure. Okay. Um Pharrell Payne made the last gopher field goal with five fifteen left. Oh. Okay. It was sixty four fifty three at that time. Dawson Garcia goes three for six on his next three trips to the free throw line. Important. That allows the Buckeyes to get back in it. Um, Minnesota, uh, 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 Ohio State makes a free th- uh, three-pointer with 30 seconds left to get within 67 to 65. Gophers miss the front end of a one and one. Um, uh, Bryce Sensabaugh is his name, was fouled in the lane. He made two to tie it with sixty at sixty-seven all, with under nine seconds to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was another foul called with one point seven seconds left. Ohio State misses the first free throw, made the second. Is that right? Sounds about right. Ohio State turns it over. Dawson Garcia adds two free throws to seal it. So uh, 70 to 67 is the final score. Uh, just kind of a, a make your free game. throws, kids. You talked about it. Um, uh, maybe checking out the beginning, seeing an update that uh, the Gophers are up at halftime. You're like, oh, that's exciting. Ohio State's awesome. Like, yeah. Let's see how close the Gophers can keep this one. And then all of a sudden, at your game last night, you find out that they win. You're like, oh, that would have been a that would have been a fun one to watch. So that's a really nice win for the Gophers, who do not have a lot of really nice wins this year. No, they had a really bad loss in overtime to Nebraska on Saturday. They had a really close game last week against Wisconsin on the road, who's ranked. So, I th- I mean, I don't know. Is it just them having a hot stretch in the middle of the season? The Big Ten beats up on each other all the time. Uh I don't know. I just got a weird feeling. I've liked the Ben Johnson hire. It's only in he's only in his second year, so the program's still terrible. But like, I think he's been putting in some good recruits. I think we're starting to see that kind of manifest in a couple different ways. Um, and he's got a five star recruit coming uh, next year. So if he can keep him uh, committed to the Gophers, that'd be uh, huge for the program. So nice win. Team's still not great, but just. See if the program's trending in the right direction. So exactly. You want to talk NFL playoffs, Corey? They're improving. And yes, I want to talk NFL playoffs. All right. First round obviously begins this weekend. Okay. All right. Let's run through. Let's just let's make some picks. Okay. All right. We'll start with the AFC. Sure. There are three games in the AFC, and uh, we'll start with the number two seed Buffalo Bills. Uh huh. Hosting the seven seed 
Miami Dolphins. Sure. Easy one, right? Yeah. I mean, Buffalo all the way. I don't even think Teddy Bridgewater's playing in this one. I can't remember if I saw anything. No, I think I it's don't a, think so. a rookie seventh round pick, not named Brock Purdy. I don't trust. Uh Bills Bills by a hundred. Bills by a hundred. I I totally agree with that. The number three seed is the Cincinnati Bengals. They will host the sixth seed. Baltimore Ravens. Doesn't sound like Lamar Jackson's going to play, so Bengals. Bengals by 100. Bengals by 100. I think these two games are ugly. And by the way, I don't know if this has changed. Lamar's not going to play. Their backup, Huntley, didn't take a snap earlier in the week in practice, so they might be in a third stringer. Yeah. That ain't good. That's not, yeah. That so, doesn't play, as the kids would say. Bills and Bengals by 100. Uh, then we move to the four-seed Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the five-seed Los Angeles Chargers. This should be a really nice game. This should be a really nice game. By the way, Corey, you know which NFL franchise between these two has the more playoff wins in the last six years? It's the Jaguars. Really? Well, because they had in 2017, they won two playoff games to get to the AFC Championship, whereas the Chargers won a playoff game, I believe. They might not have wow. even won that first-round playoff game in 2018. So postseason success, Jacksonville Jaguars. The Chargers are a mess. I don't think I don't like their head coach at all. I think he's. I think he just doesn't really quite get it. Um, Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence are finding their groove. It's a home game for the Jaguars. The Chargers have to go from the east, uh, from the West Coast to the East Coast in this game. It's a Saturday. Um, I go Jags. All right, I I am rooting for the Jags. Yes, um, I like Trevor Lawrence. I'm with you. I I agree. The, like they're they're rolling right now. The Peterson uh, Lawrence fit seems to be a good one. Um, I love Herbert. I think the Chargers are healthy, and they're more talented. And I love their uniforms. That's I, that's I, also true. I can't get by it. I can't. They're my favorite uniforms in the entire NFL. There's something about that baby blue. There's something about that baby blue. It's I think, the color of her eyes. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be close. I think it's going to be a a, a, a competitive game. It's probably going to be sloppy at times. Yes. Which is an understatement. It might be sloppy for most of But it'll of be it. like an entertaining sloppy. I just I just think the chart you know, Chargers are gonna have the last chance at it and you know, their kickers have been very trustworthy over the last decade. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Chargers are like the Vikings of the AFC, except they actually have a good quarterback. So they've actually had good quarterbacking. <laughs> so okay, um, so we disagree on the on the Jags Chargers, but agree on the Bengals Bills. Let's move to the uh, NFC now, where the two oh uh, top seeded Kansas City has obviously a bye in the first round. In the NFC, Philadelphia has a bye. They're the top seed. The two seed San Francisco 49ers will host the seven seed Seattle Seahawks. Uh, 49ers by a hundred. The only way the 49ers lose this game is if like they lose a key defender or if Brock Purdy, the seventh round rookie, plays bad. That's the third game of these playoffs so far that we think are going to be just absolute blowouts. At least the NFL got that extra playoff game in. We're going to skip the Vikings as the three seed and move to the four seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the five seed Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so I'm going to pick Dallas, but a gut feeling in me because Dallas looked awful in that last week of the season and Tom Brady devil magic. 
I'm still picking Dallas, but I got a weird gut feeling. Dallas has weirdly been better than Tampa Bay all season long. Uh-huh. Um, they play in a better uh, conference. They're a, they're a better team. Mm-hmm. B- but when Dallas is weird, they're downright awful. Tampa Bay at least is steady, just below average. Yeah. And they have Tom Brady. So I picked the Bucks in this one. At least our Packer friends know Mike McCarthy in the playoffs doesn't really end well. So this one should be like the Jags Chargers. It should be sloppy. And I'm just I'm giving the advantage to the home team. Yeah. Finally, the three seed Vikings host the six seed New York Giants. Um, I will give you my answer here very quickly because then I need to bounce. I've got the Vikings because they're at home. I think it's going to be a really competitive. I think three of these games this weekend are going to be competitive. I think three of the games are going to be uggo muggos. The Vikings are going to be in a competitive back and forth football game. I like the they they beat the Giants 27-24 last time. Took a 61-yard field goal. It's going to be right in that mix, I think again. We're talking 27-24, 24-21, 27-23. It might just come down to whoever has the ball last. Right in that scope, I got the Vikings. Yeah. So, I'm going to pick the Vikings too cuz I'm a homer. I'm wearing an Everson Griffin jersey right now. So, the Vikings are going to win, I think on Sunday, but uh, it's going to be a close game. I mean, we know the Vikings all season long. I think it'd be more it'd be more of a miracle if they won by ten points than if they lost by thirty. Uh, just the way that this season has gone for Minnesota. So there you go. The Vikings win. Uh, that's my prediction. That's Corey's prediction. So uh, hey, let's skull to the bowl, baby. Let's skull to the bowl. This has been the morning sports desk for Friday, January thirteenth.